another Lakers report starts right now. And you guys, I was taking a look at the numbers. And it just so happened, February 2023 was this channel's, or one of this channel's, best month of all time. You see it on the screen right there. 544 new subscribers in February of 2023. And here we are, February 2024. It's running out pretty quick, but not to worry. It's a leap year, so we get an extra day in February. Why not beat our subtotal from 2023? We're at 229 right now, but subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let's get that number up to 545 by the end of February, and let's talk some hoops on the Lakers Report. Welcome into the Lakers Report. I'm your host, Jake Reitman. I know it's the NBA All-Star break, but hey, it's a good time to take the temperature of the room, see where we're at, look at the rest of the season as far as a realistic outlook and how this Lakers team can achieve what the expectations are for the purple and gold. And so on today's show, we're going to be discussing who the most important players are for the Los Angeles Lakers after the All-Star break. Now, as I mentioned, let's take the temperature of the room here real quick and see exactly where the Los Angeles Lakers are. Ninth in the Western Conference, 30 and 26, ahead of the Warriors at 27 and 26. So that would be your playoff scenario if the season start or if the postseason rather started today. Timberwolves at the top spot, 39 and 16. Nuggets, the defending champions, 36 and 19. And it's a loaded Western Conference. This is what we know. Now, let's discuss those most important players for the Los Angeles Lakers moving forward. And, you know, we could take the easy way out and tell you LeBron James and Anthony Davis, of course. But let's get a little creative here and think outside the box. And more importantly, not look at this thing with tunnel vision. So D'Angelo Russell comes in at my fifth most important player for the Los Angeles Lakers. And a lot of this, you maybe chalk it up to recency bias or just chalk it up to the way the Lakers have been playing going into the All-Star break. Of course, playing some of their best basketball, winners of seven of their last eight before the All-Star break. And a lot of that has to do with the production of D'Angelo Russell. Look at the month of February he's having and when you compare it to his career average, just about every single statistical category is at or above his career average. The only thing, the field goal percentage, relatively similar. But points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game. And I know it's a smaller sample size, only six games. But I think it's enough of a sample size. You look to the way D'Angelo Russell's been playing in the month of February. And heck, even back into the month of January when there were all those rumors around D'Lo about whether or not he'd get traded. And all he did was put the blinders on, play basketball, and play at a really high level. And I think the success of the Lakers moving into the All-Star break had a lot to do with the high level of play from the point guard, D'Angelo Russell. So I've got him as the fifth most important player for this Los Angeles Lakers team. I want you to be honest with me. Is D'Angelo Russell an elite point guard? He's shown he can play at an elite level, but the consistency, has he continued to put together that type of play at a consistent enough level to be considered elite. If you think he's elite, go ahead and type E for elite. If you think he's eh, average, good, fine, mid, go ahead and type M for mid. Either way, let your voice be heard. Now, we got to talk about Austin Reeves because he's going to also register as one of my most important players for this Lakers team because his role 
just seems to become incre becoming increasingly more important. And similar to D'Angelo Russell, when he's playing at an elite level, at a very high level, this Lakers team seems to put its best foot forward and the wins start to pile up. And obviously, that is the main mission down the stretch here after the All-Star break. It starts stockpiling some of those wins. So the points per game for Austin Reeves, again, six-game sample size, so we're not going to go crazy with this. But anytime a guy like Austin Reeves can average better than 20 points per game and shoot the ball nearly 50% from the long line, good things are going to happen for the purple and gold. So I love what Austin Reeves has done in the month of February. And together, D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves, if they can continue playing at that high level, I think good things will happen for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, we're going to continue to put together our list post-All-Star break, most important players, and what that post-All-Star break season outlook looks like. But first, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. Making the Lakers report possible is Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And PrizePix is also the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform, so you know you're always getting the best with special promotions, thinking, keeping things fresh, unique, and even though it's the all-star break right now, we don't have any hoops games to pick, so let's get those baseball picks ready for you. Here's some free season totals for you, free money, who doesn't love that? But Mookie Betts is going to have a breakout year for our Los Angeles Dodgers. Go ahead and pick the more on 32 and a half for the entire season for home runs. I know it sounds like a lot, but come on, have some faith here. Mookie Betts is going to have a big year breaking out, giving me 33 home runs at least, so I'm picking more there. And on the same token, go ahead and fade or pick less on Manny Machado with his projected total of 30 and a half home runs for this season. So, Chicks dig the long ball, but not for Manny Machado. Sorry, go ahead and pick less on that. Either way, you got to go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS. That's where we have up to a $100 deposit match waiting for you at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. And don't worry, we love you and we care about you, so we'll put that link right in the comments of today's video. Now, as we move on, and I try not to get too high, too low, too excited, too down, but when the Lakers win 7 of 8 to close out the first half of the season, I know we say first half, second half, but obviously majority of the season is in the rearview mirror, and here comes the final stretch, but that all-star break forces me to say first half, second half. You get what I'm saying. But when the Lakers close out and go into the all-star break, winners of 7 of 8, you start to feel really, really good about the potential of this team and the players that are contributing to the potential of this team and we would be remiss if we didn't mention Rui Hachimura because of his role taking the next step up and becoming a starter for this team and playing at a level that, again, will dictate tempo, dictate pace, and help this Lakers team ultimately stack wins and try to move up those Western Conference standings. Now, again, one game, so relax and bear with me a little bit, but you get the idea. I mean, Rui Hachimura is starting to play at a very, very high level and showing what he's capable of. And I'm not saying he's going to go for 36 points every single night. But when you look back at the most recent game for the Lakers, this was a difference maker on the floor. This was a guy that looks like a bona fide third, fourth type player that can be a role player that makes it challenging for matchups for the opposition and ultimately puts the Lakers with their best foot moving forward and helps the purple and gold be a difficult force to stop. And when you look at what Darvin Ham had to say about Rui, talking about his 
progression, saying he's grown since we acquired him last year, being good on the ball defensively, keeping the ball in front of him, getting offensive rebounds, giving us that physicality. He's in a good space, having fun with his teammates, and playing the game. So beyond what shows up on the stat sheet with a guy like Rui is the intangibles that he brings. And when you combine that with the loaded roster that this Lakers team has, there's no reason for this team not to be climbing up the standings in the Western Conference, not to be stockpiling wins in a matter of seven out of eight like they did before the All-Star break. So I think when you think about those three that we've mentioned, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, all three of them, when playing up to their potential, give this Lakers team the best chance to win, as is evidenced by their 6-1 record when the three of them are in the starting lineup. Now, I'm not saying here, oh, it's as simple as just start D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hachimura, and Austin Reeves, you're going to win every game. But certainly a seven-game sample size with the Lakers winning six of them tells you a lot in terms of how those three can contribute to the success of the Purple and Gold. Now, we'd also be remiss if we didn't mention what, my, in my opinion, a key buyout member of the buyout market, Spencer Dinwiddie. When the Lakers made the decision and Rob Polinka pulled the trigger after a non-existent trade deadline, or no moves, I should say, and brought in Spencer Dinwiddie, it became so apparent that this was going to be the guy that is that additional piece to the puzzle. And right, wrong, or indifferent, Based on the way the schedule dictates, the trade deadline is coming on. The buyout market is here. Spencer Dinwiddie is who the Lakers went with. So let's buckle up, dial it in for the Lakers with Spencer Dinwiddie as that final piece to the puzzle. Now, Rajon Rondo was on a podcast talking about a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie and how he can help the Los Angeles Lakers, and in particular LeBron. I think his quotes were relatively interesting Obviously, Rondo, a former all-star in this league, won several championships. He said, I think a guy like Spencer can give Bron a little more breathing room to sit on the bench and keep his composure and going and gain his strength and energy back. He went on to say, I can see the lineup finishing with Spencer, Bron, A.D., D'Lo, and Austin Reeves. I think Bron will be okay with at the end of the day. Whatever cards he has, he's going to play them, and he's going to play them to the best of his ability. And I think Rondo was talking a lot about how Braun had made it known he wanted the Lakers to be all in during the trade deadline. They weren't, so this is the cards that LeBron and the Lakers essentially have been dealt, adding a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie, who I think can help. And again, hasn't been a ton of uh, uh, sample size to look at and say this is what Spencer Dinwiddie can provide. But at the same token, you know what Spencer Dinwiddie's about. He's a veteran in this league. And based on past historical data, I do think you look at him and say he's a guy that can help this Lakers team. But I want to hear from you. Let me know down in the comments. How important is Spencer Dinwiddie to the success of the Los Angeles Lakers? Scale it for me 1 through 10. And let me know how important Spencer Dinwiddie is to the success of the Lakers. I'd say he's pretty crucial. I'm going to go with a 7.5 because he's not the most important guy, but he's certainly important enough to be on our list. Now, last but certainly not least, bear with me here. And you might say, Rima, you're taking the easy way out, and that might be true because I've taken for my most important Lakers players post-All-Star break healthy role players. How about that? Music to our ears. Hopefully, each one of these guys will be back in the lineup sooner rather than later. Timetable is a little bit different for everybody, but Max Christie, Cam Reddish, Jared Vanderbilt, and Gabe Vincent all 
Hopefully, reinforcements that will be coming back to the Lakers light up before the NBA playoffs and hopefully give this chance or this team again more of a chance for those reinforcements to gel with the current lineup and produce the highest level of Lakers basketball possible. But a guy like Max Christie has his NBA career really hasn't taken off yet, but Jared Vanderbilt, good on ball defender. And Gabe Vincent, unfortunately, just not a lot of opportunity there with just the five games played. And so you get the idea. These are all guys that hopefully when they come back can help the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I've given you mine, but I want to hear from you. Who's the most important player on the Lakers, not named LeBron or Anthony Davis? That would have been really been the easy way out. Just say, yeah, it's LeBron and AD. Of course, they are so important to the success of the Los Angeles Lakers. But... Riddle me this. Find Let's find a little bit more creative ways to go at it outside of LeBron and AD. Let me know who the Lakers' most important players are. All right. I mentioned at the beginning of the show I was doing some digging and finding some data, some historical data. We love historical data here on the Lakers Report. And I saw that February of 2023 was a very good month for the Lakers report. So I'm determined to beat that number in 2024, and I need you. That's right. You, 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 right there. I need you. If you're thinking of exiting out, don't. Subscribe to the channel. It's free. doesn't cost you anything. We bring you Lakers content, even during the All-Star break when there's no games being played like this Lakers report. So, hey, how about a shout-out to Jack Lauderay on the ones and twos producing today's video. Couldn't do it without him. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Thanks so much for watching the Lakers report, and we'll see you next time on the Lakers Report.